0: Hello, and welcome to the RMS PD podcast, a daily show to encourage educators to think outside of the box by providing a new way to do professional development for Rolla Middle School teachers and beyond. I'm your host, Rob Houck, and let's get ready to learn. Hello, and welcome to Episode 9 of the RMS PD podcast. Today, we're going to build off of yesterday's episode if you remember back yesterday we talked about uh, project-based learning or PBL and I gave you guys three tips into how to incorporate PBL and just some advice about what it is and what it is not um, for those of you maybe looking into beginning it. And my final tip, the third one that I gave was that using PBL is not just a standalone in the classroom system. It's something that can be published and shared everywhere. With today's Uh, information and technology that we have there's no reason we need to limit what our kids are learning to just our classroom or just the refrigerator at home Uh, the information can be shared everywhere and so grandma and grandpa who are down in texas they can see what the kids are learning and it's uh, up to us as educators to really teach our kids how to do that and to show our kids how to do it and what it is that's that's Uh, different avenues on how they can do it as well. Um, And so today's topic is really going to be about how we use social media in the classroom and whether we should or not. Um, I will admit, most of you guys know by now, I'm a huge Twitter fiend. I love Twitter. I think it's a great benefit uh, for educators especially, but I think it's also a great benefit for our kids. It's just one of many tools that I think our kids can use and share. And again, being honest, I have dove right into the social media aspect for students Um, When I was in St. Clair, we were publishing things on YouTube, did the same thing in St. James, same thing in Rala. And it's just something that allows our students' knowledge to be spread and shared with everybody from all over, not just for um, themselves, but for their families, for others. You'd be surprised how many things I took as a high school social studies teacher off of YouTube that other students had done. Um, And I think a, a valuable piece to that is The student's work gets so much better. It's one thing when they know it's just going to be done in the classroom. Teacher may or may not hand it back. They may or may not throw it away. Um, The student may or may not throw it away. Parents may not see it. It may never get talked about at the dinner table. But if you have this uh, system, this device, or this whatever it is that gets created, you can share that with them so that whenever parents get home and the kid gets home, they can talk about it over the dinner table and nothing has to be shared between them other than the information and the stories about it. And it's one of the greatest things that I think um, one of my parents there in Rolla at the junior high talked about was we were running a presidential campaign. Um, It was during the height of the 2016 presidential election. Our kids were fascinated with it and... I had a group of eighth graders that really got into it and had an excellent debate. And we videoed the debate, and we put that out on YouTube. I had kids create their own presidential commercials and publish those through YouTube. And one of the parents stopped me and just said, it's so refreshing and so beneficial to them that not only did they hear it from their kid, because their kid was going home and talking about it every night at dinner, uh, in the car ride home, on the way to baseball practice, whatever it was, they were talking about what they were doing in class and then the parent got to see it and they got to share that out with everybody and so it was getting Facebook by these parents um, who were just excited about what their kids were doing and showing off work that their child had done in the classroom that may have never reached home had I not pushed it out through YouTube Um, and You know, there's just so many different ways that we can reach them. I know when I was in St. Clair, one of the popular things that uh, one of our teachers was using was Edmodo. um, And I never really got into it, but I know it was a pin pal system that kind of taught the social media aspects. Maybe you're not quite ready to dive into Twitter like I was. Uh, maybe you're not ready to start having kids tweet you and do different things through that, but Edmodo may be an opportunity. Or one of the things that uh, my co-teacher and I did in St. Clair was we created our own Twitter page, and not a real Twitter. We did it on a Google Doc and had kids uh, that we shared it out with everybody, and we had kids go in and create ten tweets as if they were a historical figure. There's so many ways that we can reach them that goes beyond just the typical worksheet or the typical assignment. That yeah, I kind of rushed through grade and put it back because I can tell you in all of these assignments I never graded the final product I graded the work that went into the final product I was watching them daily seeing the evaluation as we would go into editors would we piece it together that's when I did my grading it was all very informal it was all very casual as we were going through the process and I was able to grade actually what they were learning and not just some final piece. Um, And it goes back, you can find blog posts everywhere. I've talked a little bit about Jennifer Gonzalez and her cult of pedagogy, but one of the blog posts she did was she talked about creating a volcano with her kids. Um, And her daughter in particular, we had to create a volcano for science class. And what ended up happening was, Jennifer and her husband bought all the supplies. They're the ones who did all of the work and the kids were the ones who just took that in and they had the volcano erupt in class and they got the credit. But in reality, the parents were the ones who did the work. And I can promise you in my videos and my Twitter feeds that the kids are getting posted out and sharing and doing all of that work, there was no parent doing that work. I wasn't doing the work. The kids were doing the work. They owned their learning. And that ties into not just project-based learning, but hopefully what our goals are in education, that we hold the kids accountable for their learning and that we get them excited about what they're doing. And so I encourage all of you, if you're really thinking about what you could do to improve and kind of expand where you're at, go in and maybe look at some of the social media. Look at posting some things on YouTube. Have some kids create some videos and sharing it out. Have them make a website. There's some great websites out there in Rolla. We're a Google school, so use Google Sites. Kids know how to do it. And I know we're a four through six building at the middle school, so maybe our kids aren't quite as comfortable yet. But it's okay to teach them how to be comfortable. We can expand those skills and that skill set. And in turn, we're only helping ourselves because then we're making them more digitally responsible. And we're teaching them skills that they need to know so that they don't abuse their technology privileges whenever they're at home or whether they're at school. And yes, there's going to be some points where they're going to make mistakes. But it's important for us to teach them how to get better from those mistakes and help them overcorrect that. So, all right, I kind of threw a lot at you, and I bounced around a little bit, but hopefully you're able to hear my passion about sharing the information that students are doing and getting them kind of excited about what it is that they're doing. So, as usual, if you have any questions, hit me up. You guys know um, how to reach me, but uh, for those of you who may not, Twitter, rhawk, that's H-A-U-C-K, U C K two eight. And, um, you know, I just appreciate you guys listening in. Thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Stay out of trouble and be safe.